So do I need to do I do I need to write lists so you can write your list? Is that what you're saying? On today's Creators Pod, we talk about balancing our schedules and how we create content around all the other things we do in our life. We talk about the importance of scheduling and me time, avoiding distractions, and the different tools that we use. Enjoy. All right, so we're going to dive into talking about how we do stuff. That's really specific. How do we manage <laughs> our individual workflows, recognizing that, you know, some of us have day jobs. For some of us, this is our day job. For some of us, we have given ourselves two day jobs because we're idiots. Um, so how are we actually organizing our content creation flows, our business flows all together along with the rest of our lives? Because I've heard that people have them. People have lives. Does anybody want to chime in on this having a life thing? Because I don't have any firsthand experience. Well, you to me I as don't well. know what you're talking about because uh, I'm on <laughs> team no sleep. Okay. Literally, I am like, I need toothpicks to keep my eyes open and uh, it's not healthy. So I need to, I need to definitely come up with a plan because this right here. Okay. These kind of bags I like. No, I don't. The, these kind of bags I don't like. The kinds that I do like are like Prada and all those other ones. But these right here. Oh, oh, bitch. No. <laughs> You're done. No. You're done. <laughs> Well, we can always turn to our preeminent organizer in the group, the one from whom we take all of our disciplinary uh, inspiration from, Mr. Johnson. Pumpkin, do you have something that, to... Oh, Mr. Johnson's my <laughs> father. I was, was going to go somewhere, <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> uh, so with, it, with my content creation stuff, it was always done as um, a sort of very much a side thing that I was doing in the mornings. So uh, my, my workflow would be wake up, make a video and post it. And that's what I was doing on YouTube for, I suppose, the first sort of year. Um, not really finding a lot of time for anything else around that, you know, just sort of fitting in, answering comments and things like that. I suppose it was um, more towards the beginning of this year, um, in the first few months that I started taking it, um, not taking it more seriously, I've always taken it seriously, but just sort of allocating more dedicated time to it um, and trying to get into, I mean, it was actually Rich the first was the first person who said to me, um, have you ever thought of just actually making videos in batches rather than just doing them one at a time? Because um, it's, it's obvious, really. But the um, the reason for me doing it at one at a time initially was just to do this whole sort of one video every day and and, <clears throat> and fit it in. But um, now I'm trying to be more structured about it and actually batch things. And I've now created the uh, the ultimate <laughs> uh, planning system for my content. I just haven't started really using it yet. <laughs> so I've created this framework, which is that, you know, I've got certain days blocked out for things. So like Monday is for recording video content for YouTube. Tuesday is when I record my courses because uh, I've got a lot more of those sort of planned out as well. Um, I want to do more written content. So having that on Friday, uh, Thursday for just sort of scheduling stuff out through the week. Um, so I've created this sort of framework and I have, I suppose I have done some of the work up front in terms of um, getting everything scheduled using radar so I can schedule out posts. So I am posting consistently on all the platforms. It just still hasn't really bedded in yet because I've just had, still had a few other things like rushing out my roadcaster course and some other things that I've just been really focused on in the interim. But do you, um, do you have your calendar wide open for consulting calls or do people only call you on certain days of the week? 
It's it's um, only certain block times. They can be open. They, they can. It, there is availability every day, but it is only certain times. And also, um, there's a limit of two hours a day. So I never do more than two oh. hours a day of that because I don't want my calendar to just get full up with that. Um, so, but that does. You know, that is several days a week. There'll be stuff booked out for that though. Uh, and some people where I'm doing it, where they're, you know, booking up in advance for you know a month or two months every week or every two weeks or whatever. So that does get filled up as well, I suppose. So if you do, for example, whatever, Monday's YouTube day, two hours on YouTube, an hour call, another two hours on YouTube, is it hard for you to switch around between them? Not really. I mean, as I say, I've not really started getting the, the whole recording YouTube videos bedded in yet because as you know, I've been doing my, uh, the, the, the other pad podcast and things like that has been what's been going out on my YouTube channel. But um, the, the, the way that I make my videos anyway, I always used to do them in kind of like half an hour. I mean, it was just wake up in the morning, come down, decide what I'm going to film film the video and then it's done and then it, it i don't find the the issue with sort of jumping back and forth because i do them quite quickly anyway i don't it sounds terrible to say i don't put a lot of thought into them but what i mean is i don't spend a long time sort of planning them all out i know what i'm going to cover and so listen I just sit that's down and a problem a, a lot of us have is that we that we needle stuff we just oh we got to tweak it and then so that's yep. to you to be able to get past that and do it mm -hmm. yeah that that's something i picked up from you know, you and, and other people that I was actually scheduling events with. So for example, when I signed up to, to do your live stream backstage podcast and the recording yep. and signing up with the people, I'm like, oh, they have very set times in which you can mm -hmm. do these things. I should do that too, because between Discord for Creators and FH Empires and other things, I was like, sure, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., you can book with me if mm -hmm. the time is available. And then people would come to my calendar. So I use Fantastical for all of this. And people would book whenever it suited them, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And I was constantly getting these calendar invitations. And I was like, oh, no, not that time. You know, because I knew <laughs> that my rhythm yeah. didn't fit with that. But I was the right. idiot who had it all open. So now I've said no. On these days, I set aside these three hours for FH Empires, these three hours for Discord for Creators. And of course, they don't always get booked, but I've, I've been much more specific and it's made me a lot mm -hmm. happier because I have more control over when I'm doing certain tasks. And Rich, I think that's a really good point is, okay, for some of us, maybe switching back and forth from things is really great, but that's a real problem for me. Like I'm starting to understand just how bad I am at switching from a creative task to an, uh, something that's more editing, something that's more scheduling marketing stuff. Like I'm, I'm not good at it. So I got to no. be better. What, what I uh, think about this as well is if you've got it, if I've, if I've got it booked out in advance, so if somebody can't book a call with me, for example, for like in two hours time, there's always a 24 hour buffer in any case. So I always know yes. that. Um, the thing that I find most disruptive to my, like any workflow is interruptions. And so my phone is perpetually on do not disturb, except for very, you know, my, my, my friends and family and people like that. Nobody can actually get through to me just by calling. Um, and in fact, even friends <laughs> that, that can't just sort of directly call for most of the time. So those disruptions, even if it's just like a little notification that you look down at Facebook or you get a little text message or something like that, it switches you out of your work frame and you have to come back to that sort of frame of mind. Uh, and I find that like a minute distraction can actually cost me 15 or 20 minutes in terms of lost momentum. Uh, and it's that lost momentum that I think people don't think about. 
Um, so like my family know that although, you know, I'm here all day long, if I'm in here doing something um, and the door's not open, then don't come in, don't come knocking unless it's you know, obviously important or anything because it just, it can just ruin the whole, the whole flow. And so you end up stretching, lo losing hours a day from things like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I definitely know the feeling because uh, when you're in the zone, you're in the zone and, you know, that gum TikTok or uh, <laughs> anything on social media or my or my watch, I need to like take the watch off because even though everything is on do not disturb, I'd get a notification on my watch and then I'm like, oh, what's that? Then I open the phone and then it's like then then you're down the rabbit hole and you're like, oh crap, I just lost it. What was I doing? Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing that constantly writing this last book and so it's like, oh my gosh. It's just so difficult because, you know, I have to be inspired to write. And once I'm inspired, it's like, oh, OK, great. Then I'm pro I'm prolific. But when I'm not inspired and I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit here and just kind of like, you know, just bang it out. It, you know, it takes a longer time and it's really easy to get squirrel syndrome doing that. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm in the horrible habit in my day job of letting my email be my to do list, which is it's it's miserable because. Everything, I, everything that comes into fire. I, I am yes. pretty good at organizing email. I have smart mailboxes set up that if it arrived today or yesterday or the day before. And so I know what's kind of left over from the day before that I have to mess with. But I can't break away from that in the middle of the day and edit or record or anything like that just because there's something else. But, but my business is deadline driven. If I don't reply to somebody by 1230 on a certain day, then I miss a ship date and I miss an event. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and somebody gets pissed, and so we we gotta kind of live and die by that. So, so is there anything else that you mm -hmm. use for your to dos other than your email, or is that literally it? That's uh, it's my email and my calendar. That's it. Um, okay. I've I've tried to block out times of day, like when there are live streams that I want to pay attention to, or podcast mm -hmm. things that are, or you know, virtual events that I have something to do with, or meetings. Those all go on a calendar. And so those are yeah. blocked out. And I, I don't ever get, even though in my signature in my email, I have book a call with me on Zoom or something. Nobody ever does it. I mean, they could. And it's, yeah. it's, there's one certain calendar in my computer that's in my setup that's allowed for that. But that's also but the just, one that I block all my time with. But yeah, it's, I just never get those calls. Yeah. That's interesting. And it's, I don't think it's necessarily fatal if you're using your email for your, your to-do list if everything goes in your email. So for example, if there's something that you want to do that isn't coming from a client, but is something like you have to do your accounting, if you sent yourself an email saying, you know, accounting today between three and 4 PM or something like that, I'd be like, right. Oh, that's a good use of your email as a to-do list. That makes sense yeah. to me. It, well, just the, hard, because it's the, the hardest part is that wrong. I'll get, I'll get an email from somebody and I have to ask somebody else because I'm the guy in the middle. Oh. And so I'm wait, I can't respond directly to anything without getting an answer. So then it just right. hangs around. Now I have flag it. I got to reply to this later. So now my email, look, I have 20 emails from today that I haven't replied yet because I'm waiting on answers from other people. So whether yeah. it's a, a client to approve something or, or a supplier to say, yes, we can. or No, we can't. So, yeah. Do, do they do you filter those into some other view or something? So once you flag them, mm -hmm. can you take them away from your immediate? I mean, maybe that's the next step for you is using the could. flags to create smart mailboxes because I do that where I have different smart mailboxes on different conditions so that I can be in a view that clears out all of the, for example, 
all the subscriptions I get from all of the content creators that I'm following and learning from, I filter all of those into an inbox that just like get out of my actual oh, inbox I've, I've, because you're distracting and I don't. I've need got to that see too. That. Anything that anything right. that's fluff like that is, goes away. I don't. I don't see that. Right. The only thing but I see in my my main inbox is work stuff, is actual yeah. revenue stuff that that affects yeah. the bottom line. So. Yeah, but um, if you, if you had something that if you flagged it and it goes into a you know deferred or waiting on smart mailbox, and then you've got a smart mailbox which is. Stuff hmm. I'm doing maybe I'll look today. At that. Yeah, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's something I need to look at. Like it's a small step, but it might no, 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 make you fine. feel yeah. a lot more in control, right? Right. Well, it's, it's not that I feel out. I mean, I know that there's 20 things, so it's not like I'm out of control. I'm just, I'm, it's, it's right. hard to, you know, nobody cares as much about the shit as I do. It seems like sometimes. <laughs> it's such a so so frustrating. <laughs> that's why we do what we do. Yeah. How do you manage it, D? Because you've got your two, you've got your content creation, you've got a pretty demanding full-time job you've got volunteer stuff going on what's your system i seriously have a piece of paper a week where i write down the things that need to be done um i've tried electronic to-do lists i loved ClickUp for the while that i was on there but i was not consistent with it and i've yeah. i've never been able to find myself something as consistent as the piece of paper I think for me, a lot of it has to do with I'm not near a computer or in a place where, you know, I'm cooking or whatever. So my hands are filthy. So a computer isn't, or excuse me, not filthy, but, you know, cooking. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're not computer appropriate. <laughs> so uh, just having that piece of paper and a pen has worked for me, even for the work stuff. So if something crosses my mind while I'm stirring the pot or I'm out in the garden, I can quickly write it down and not feel like, oh, got to go find a computer, got to go put it in my phone or something. So that's what's worked. Is it stressful? Yes. <laughs> Is it perfect? No. Will I figure it out? Absolutely. <laughs> Just don't know when. So it, it you know, I, ha I don't feel like I drop things. So yeah, that, that's one part, but it doesn't, I can't say that it does anything to make my time, my use of time better. The other thing that I did <laughs> about 15 years ago was I stopped enabling voicemail. So if you mm, call me, it's, it'll ring and ring and ring and it says this person has not set up an inbox. Oh, that Why me off would so I bad. let you leave me a chore? I have my yes. piece of paper. I put my chores on my piece of paper. I think that about phone calls, to be honest. I think where else would you allow somebody to just come running up to you and say, speak to me, speak to me? <laughs> That's what I think about phone calls. <laughs> if you want to yep. get in touch, let's schedule a call. Let's send me an email or whatever. <laughs> and I check my emails once or twice a day at specified times. And I mean, I appreciate that I'm in a position where I can do that because I don't have a job that's reliant on you know, or a business that's reliant on, you know, like you, Rich, where you do have to take those. So I appreciate that wouldn't work for, for everyone. <laughs> you couldn't just do Certainly. that necessarily. Yeah. But um, And I have a thing in my email because I, I have people, that, not so much now, actually, but before when I was in the, the construction business, um, I'd get people that would um, send me an email saying, uh, give me a call back in five minutes. Like, right, well, I'm going to receive this email in 23 hours because I just checked my email an hour ago. <laughs> so yeah. uh, don't send instant messages to me via email. So in my email signature that used to go out for that business in particular, I actually had it, you know, like these, this is my 
way that I treat email. This is how I treat phone calls. This is how I treat message and whatever. And these are the different ways to, uh, to you know, to get in touch with me. So um, yeah, and, and which one is like the hotline if there is such a thing? No. <laughs> That's awesome. I was just freaking out if if you're watching the audio or the video version of this. I was freaking out because as soon as as soon as somebody said don't leave me a chore. That's what I feel. Anything that's video or a voice message that's texted to you, I think mm -hmm. is one of the rudest ways to communicate. And here's my rationale for it. This is why I hate volley rich. Like I, it's I was not about because to say, it's not that's why I hate volley too, because exactly. I'm not going to sit there and listen to a 10 minute guy talking about whatever. Exactly. It, it tells you how much time no, is there. A 10-minute video? Yeah. I'm, you're going to give me 10 minutes of my time to listen to your... I just, yeah. It's no good. Because you have no way of looking at it and being able to scan it to say, I don't need to... I don't even need to watch this. Well, you can. They have a transcription. And you can you can scan the transcription if you want. But yeah, it's the whole premise. Is, yeah. No, yeah. No, I mean, I've, now that you've said that, now this has just triggered something in me because I hate those <laughs> as well. And I could never quite think about why it is. Oh my God, pumpkin's triggered. see what the... You can't, <laughs> you can't see the content in advance. That is it. It's like, yeah. Um, yeah. And if you can get a transcription of the video, why not just send the fucking transcription? Is mm -hmm. it so important that you see my face when, you know, like it's just, it's That's so the idea. That's what it is. It's Facebook Messenger so, with video. It's, I mean, it's okay. I mean, you know, different people like different things and I'm not going to slide them for that. It's just, I don't think it's for me. I have yeah, it and I look at it, but I don't participate much. Yeah. Asynchronous video messaging makes no sense. It's two things that don't belong together. It's like, I don't know, peanut butter and bacon. You don't need those two things together. It just doesn't make sense. Sounds My great. What world do you live in where you don't need those things together? Oh, boy. Anyway, it was the first thing that came into my head, okay? I'll find a different <laughs> example. I, I like hearing about all this because... I have this impression, and this isn't to say that you guys should be more organized, but it's nice to hear that you guys are, you know, being able to make content without having like these seriously built out calendars and plans, because I've always been very, um, I've always been very intense about how I've organized my time. And this goes back to my university years when I was in law school and I was playing on the field hockey team. It was really it was a challenge. I was the only varsity athlete in law school. And there was a reason for that because a lot of people just, you can't do it. It's impossible. So my days were calendar blocked. Every single hour that I was awake was accounted for eating, showering, <laughs> napping. Those were all scheduled in amongst, you know, doing this revision work, uh, doing this, this training session that we had to do. Uh, cooling down from practice, everything was scheduled. And that was the only way I could possibly make it through. So I have this natural pull that, yeah, that's where I'm the most productive. I should be doing that. But the consistency in trying to follow these systems that we set up for ourselves that are so complex, sometimes we spend more time doing the system than we do actually doing the work. But one of the things... Yeah, one of the things I've been trying to do is to use ClickUp. It's got this function, not to go into the rabbit hole of an actual tool, but I can pull something from my need to do this today ClickUp, and I can literally drag it down and place it on my calendar in a block. So if I have these things that I have to do today, according to ClickUp, 
I can pull it into my calendar and allocate the time and then go, I don't have time for that other thing. And then I change the due date for that so that I'm not trying to overschedule myself. If I can do that more than twice a week, I'm feeling really organized. Is that ClickUp calendar, is is that calendar built into ClickUp or is it your Mac calendar or is it something else? It synchronizes with Google Calendar. And then I use a combination of syncing all the the gcals into my mac os calendar it's very if you asked me to map it i couldn't do it for you but somehow it all works so like let's not get all particular but clickup syncs with it it starts with clickup and then it changes everywhere else that's good yeah exactly and that's very valuable Trello does the same thing um, mm-hmm. for me uh, as what as as far as it goes with the content creation piece. I've gotten so good at, you know, oh, it's, uh, you know, shows on Sunday. What do I need to do? I need I have this whole list of stuff that has to happen. Um, and once I put the due date on it, then it's like, oh, yeah, you remember you got to do all this stuff. But I've gotten it down so well that I could do it in one day as opposed to like spreading it out really i should try to spread it out um but it, it it's really um it's really helpful because you know i could schedule all that stuff or whatever and so just like how ClickUp works for you in that respect i can do that with the trello board um yeah. the only thing is i have a lot of stuff on that board it's a lot mm-hmm. and you know of course i have a day job and I can't be doing stuff on my day job. So I have to, you know, worry about the time at the end, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, me like a dumbass, I, I, my time is open on my calendarly. So like, if you want to book a time, it's that same time that I have to actually do the other stuff. So now what I need to do is uh, really, really consider this block time business. <laughs> yeah. So that I can then figure out, okay, well, you know, it'll be a little bit It'll be easier, but then at the same time, when you're beginning, when you're when you're new at this, you're like, I want everybody to be able to reach me, and and I want to, you know, right. find time to like book all the things and do all the things. Yeah. But you know, we can't do all the things, so uh, this is very helpful for me. Yeah. Since we're mentioning tools, I won't go down the whole uh, OmniFocus rabbit hole either. However, what I will say about it is, though, um, with uh, with OmniFocus, you have it's part of it's based on the getting things done system from David Allen, the whole GTD thing. And one of the things about that is context, which is, uh, you know, you're only getting shown the tasks that are available for you to do at a specific you know time and place. Um, but how I use those is I also use them as mind frames as well. So um, if I'm you know, at a particular block of time, but I'm not really feeling up to making a video. There's no point in me sitting there thinking, oh, I've got to make a video because I'm, I'm in that particular block of time. Whereas um, if I bring up everything in a particular context, which is like low energy tasks or low concentration tasks, sometimes I just want to fire off a load of stuff. I'm not feeling like I want to be doing anything really mentally taxing, maybe even watching something else on YouTube in the background or something like that, um, but just be able to fire through a load of kind of mindless tasks. It's good to have um, have those on, uh, you know, in a separate list that you can always sort of come to them. But then equally, the other way around, some, sometimes it's like things that I really need to just actually sit down and give a lot of thought to. And there's always these things where you think it might be just a single task on your list of, you know, thinking about how to you know, the next course you're going to create or something. But if you just have like one big task, which is outline course, um, then you might every time come to it and just think like, oh, that's that seems like such a lot of work um, and you don't feel like doing it. Whereas if the the overall project might be outline course, but the next task is just like think about 
you know, intro or think about five sections for the course or something like that, then um, I've got one that is just the, the context is called notebook and it's whenever I'm out and about anywhere or even at home or wherever it happens to be, maybe in a coffee shop and I can just click the notebook one, pull out my notebook and it's thinking about some specific thing in a sort of small bite size chunk basically and that's how you sort of end up that you do that a few times and then suddenly you've had thought about five different sections where you've had that sort of time to focus on it have you have you ever thought about scheduling that because because now i'm thinking in my squirrel brain oh that's a really great thing to replace these stupid notifications with so i could send myself a notification or block time to like you know do things like that and that be my notification. So I'm like, oh, this is a great time. I can go ahead and just do that real quick. Have you ever thought about? Yeah, but again, that that comes that comes back to um, are you if if I schedule something now, how do I know on Friday at 12 p.m. I'm going to be in the right frame of mind to do that? So whilst I was talking at the very beginning about having some loose blocks of time to do things, where I'm saying, right, well, on Monday I generally want to think that that's what time I'm going to dedicate to just making videos and Friday for scheduling or writing or whatever it happens to be. Um, but there are always those times where you just think like, oh, do you know what? I've done three hours work. I've got another hour before I'm going to go off somewhere else. I don't really feel like getting into anything deep. Or maybe it's just I've got one list, which is I mark a time for how long the task is going to take. Uh, and I don't do that for everything because otherwise you end up spending time thinking, right, let me calculate how long it's going to take. But if I know something's like less than a minute or less than five minutes to do, I'll mark it like that so that then I've got a whole list of stuff, which is, you know, really quick tasks that I can just uh, like fire off. And then if I've got 30 minutes at the end, I can just go flying through uh, some of those then. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the way I approach that. The other calendar thing that I do is because because my work day, my my corporate work day is just meetings after meetings after meetings, I have to be really careful with if there is something personal or content creator stuff that is going to take time that I must do on on it at a certain time. I actually add that to my work calendar, but I don't add it directly in work. I'll put it in my personal calendar and I'll invite the corporate Dina to that meeting. So then it blocks that calendar time and I only have to delete it in one place. Um, and that, that does help because it, it does look like, and I don't do it that often. It's more like for physical therapy or if there's a doctor appointment, that kind of thing. Um, but it does send the signal that this time is is allocated to a coworker when they want to schedule a meeting. So that's one of the ways that I'm able to balance all of the different, the volunteer work and the, the content creation and then corporate. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a great technique. I need to make more appointments with myself, I think. Block myself off my own calendar. Uh, you know, there's some to, there's some to, to be said for that. Yourself. For for there's some to be said for taking time for yourself in the middle of the day. Like I always, I used to not. I used to eat at my desk all the time, and I try not to do that anymore. And I just yeah. try to go find a table and find somewhere else to sit and read something or whatever. Read something that's yeah. paper, not even read on the phone. It's it's. I don't know. It's hard to force yourself to do it if you're not used to if you if you know you're used to answering emails while you're eating lunch. It's it's horrible. Yeah. That's a really good point. And you guys all know, because how many times do I show up in, you know, our various voice channels and I'm always eating because I have to eat at some point and I'm with you at some point. So I 
think about that on a regular basis. Like, do they, these guys ever see me when I'm not eating? And it's because I'm shoehorning everything in and sitting down for a meal just doesn't, except for Saturday nights, it doesn't exist for me. I just, I got to fuel myself while I'm working. That's, that's how I've approached it. And it's not very healthy. Sorry. <laughs> it's really not. And you really should take time, at least 30 minutes and just step away from everything for, and just turn yeah. on the radio or something stupid. Use it. Yeah. The one thing that I have done is going for my hour long walks. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you guys have noticed and there'll be times where I'm talking to D in a voice channel. I'll be like, Oh, got to go for my hour long walk. Cause I got something an hour. I got to go now. And she's like, bye. And I listen to podcasts. I listen to Alec. I listen to, <laughs> you know, I listen to our own stuff. I listen to everything while I'm out there. And the creativity and the deep thought that I'm able to do, even though I'm listening to somebody else talk mm. about ideas of community, suddenly I'm thinking about web three and I'm getting these amazing ideas and just having that time has made a big difference in my brain over the last, what it's been four months I've been doing that. So at least I'm doing that, but I don't know how to not listen or learn when I'm doing something like walking, which is kind of interesting. Do you need to though? Do I need to what not learn? Yeah. I, I've heard that. I mean, if that's, just if that's walking is space. a good idea. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that there's something really therapeutic about walking and you do get those sparks of ideas and things like that. And I always listen to stuff when I'm, I'm walking as well. Okay. I used to do I mean, it all I've the time. I've constantly um, got something in my ear. Yeah. 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 That was one of my, my happy things to do. Uh, it's It's been a while. I have to get back into the swing of things um, to do that again. Because not not only do you get your exercise at the same time, it's just I'm usually walking in the woods with the dog. And it's usually something very lovely. And it's just, it's just a way to just just kind of step away from all of the crazy that's always happening so yeah thanks for reminding me of that I really do need to do that <laughs> and that's one of those things that when I decided it was important to me I time blocked it there is an hour walk and when the weather was better it was in the morning but now walking in the middle of the day is a lot better <laughs> and now that winter's here so I've put it at two o'clock every day and then I just move it around as my calendar dictates Today, it snowed a ton, so I haven't made it outside yet, but I'll get there because I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss out on what it's brought me in terms of my enrichment and the ideas and, and the way I'm able to sort through all the things that I'm learning from you guys. It's been, yeah, hugely helpful, but you, you have to block that out too. I just don't do things like block out meditation time or bubble bath time or that stuff doesn't exist for me. I'll tell you what, that is one thing I started doing a long time ago is getting up at 5, if I can, or 5, 530, because the first two hours of the day are me time, just me. Nobody's up, wow. nothing, just me in the coffee pot and whatever. It's, that's it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the whole, you know, get up super early because that's what all the successful people do and, and you can't make it on the fast track unless you're one of those people. How do you feel about that doctrine mm. or belief system i don't like other people's belief system dictating what time i get up 
<laughs> yeah, D. I, I was just going to say, I, I, I get really I get just because that's what works well for me. Yeah. Right. But I'm not going to do it because someone else says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I have to get up early because I... I have to be at work at 7 a.m. So, yeah, so 5 o'clock is my, is my, you know, that's when the alarm goes off. But if I were to incorporate me time, that means that means I'd have to get up 3 o'clock in the morning, which means I should go to bed at a decent time. My problem is I go to bed at, like, midnight. Then I get up at yeah. If I see You're- the clock get to 6 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon... Any time after that is fair game for me going to bed. <laughs> so, yes. If, if I see it's like it's after six, it's like, right, okay, then any, any time is good with me now. That's amazing <laughs> that your family, your wife and kids are good with that, but I guess are they on that schedule too? Well, so my, 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 so Dale goes to bed a similar time to me. It's usually, to be, to be honest, it's usually like more like seven to eight that I'll go to bed. And then sometimes, you know, after eight, eight or nine, but um, Dale goes to bed at the same time. So, I mean, that's part, partly how it all started, to be honest, was I always used to be someone who was up really late at night. And so I'd, I'd just work through the night and then go to bed and then get up, you know, a, a, a normal time. Um, but it was when I had kids that I was going to bed the same time as them um, and, you know, taking them to sleep and that. So uh, that's, I suppose that's when it, when it really started, that flip things around uh, whenever that was, eight, or eight years ago, 10 years ago. <laughs> That's one thing about successful people starting early, Keely. Alex Hermosi did a thing where he gets up at 5 and doesn't take any meetings until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So he has a full day of work before he takes any meetings with anybody, which is That's you know, the thing with me. It's, the, it's that yeah. uninterrupted time. It's, it, that's the, the reason why it works for me is because coming back to that whole thing of just well, like one single interruption can cost you so much. Whereas if I get up at three and I do, you know, I have my coffee and meditation and then four o'clock is when I start. And then the kids, you know, are getting up at seven. So uh, that's, you know, when they get up to go to school or whatever. So it means I've, I've got that three hours that is uninterrupted time. And that is worth nearly a full working day for me, to be honest, it, that, that sort of time. Um, I mean, I've shifted things around now that I'm starting to do things in that time, like this and my other podcast and whatever. But um, it's, it's just an amazing part of the day where nobody's interrupting me (laughs) maybe that's my problem that early in the morning even if i got up at three in the morning that would not be uninterrupted time because a big chunk of my people that i'm working with they're already awake because they're in europe and the uk so honestly i can get up i if i got up at 1 a.m i start getting messages from people the time for me that is uninterrupted is from 5 p.m. until, you know, 11. That is my most creative, most deep work sort of time because that's when Europe's asleep. <laughs> and I'm thankful the- for that. It's the best. And most North Americans are like, okay, now it's, you know, it's private time time. So that, that's, that's why I think the, the whole thing. morning thing is is nonsense. It's whatever works for you. It's uh, it yeah, works for me because exactly. of that's how it works for me. It works for you because that's how it works for you. It's I don't think you should feel like oh, all these people are saying we should get up early. That thing that's nonsense. <laughs> I was just about yeah. to that's, say that because I was, you guys know I'm a nurse and I've been a night shift nurse for I don't know 15 years and so my circadian rhythm is just attuned to that. I have always been productive at night. My, I yeah. know when my time is. That's when I'm prolific. I'm, that's why I'm. That's why I want to stay up. I want to stay up. Me having a job where I have to get up and go to work in the daytime. Are you kidding me? 
I make myself do it, but my most creative time is always at night and it always has yeah. been. So, you know, I work when once again, the inspiration hits. The inspiration for me always hits somewhere between 12 o'clock and 3 a.m. Most prolific time. <laughs> so, Amazing. Yeah. I just I just realized something. Um, a lot of my lists are organized by time of day and location. So um, in the summer, I get up early and I try to get all the outside work done as fast as I can because I don't know what the weather's going to be like. Um, right. Or if, if I'm stuck in the kitchen for something, like if there's a meeting that I can be off camera and muted and just, you know, read the document real quick and then listen in on the conversation I can get kitchen stuff done without you know detaching so that that's something I didn't really realize I did um although last week's list it actually has k and g um different location codes so yeah um yeah that's another way that I do stay organized I guess is knowing what what has to be done first if the rain comes or if the power's out you've got your own omnifocus going on is what you're saying your own <laughs> i don't know omnifocus, how omnifocus by paper by the way just to come back to the paper very quickly my omnifocus i still write down on a list everything that i'm doing in the day so omnifocus organizes it for me and then i've got a contact context which shows me what my list is for today and then i write that down and close omnifocus so I do like to have it on a paper thing so that I don't have to constantly have something open on the screen or stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I can't do that There's There's one piece we didn't touch on, but I think we've all kind of said it in one way or another, is, Keely, when we're talking in the afternoon and you go, got to go for a walk, I know how important that is. And it's just done. Um, mm -hmm. Alec, when that door is closed, your family knows... You, you know, this is the time that you're focusing. Um, I think for all of us, probably Saturday class time, everyone in our family knows that that's sacred time. Don't try to schedule me for anything. So I think there's there's something to be said for communicating that important time to the people mm -hmm. around you so they can help you succeed. That's funny. The, the people around me are always asking, what are you doing Saturday? Like, it's been two years. Really? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing Saturday? find different people no <laughs> yeah oh we're all going to brunch at one o'clock you know what i'm busy at one o'clock i'm not going yeah. yeah you you need more c22 friends is what you need that's you it yeah. but but speaking of that and, and to wrap it up i just thought it would be interesting to touch on we're we're, we're kind of coming around to the full circle about you know how we plan and and get things done and we did start out earlier this year having a weekly accountability thread where we'd say, all right, this is what I'm going to do this week. And we did that in the discord and we did that in our group and we haven't done it for several months. Was that productive for us? Was that helpful? Should we get back to doing that? Or do you think, nah, it didn't do much. We can move on from that. It added pressure to it was my, one more status report. Yeah. It added, it added pressure <laughs> to me. I always felt bad when I didn't get it done. And I always okay. was making the list, editing the list, because what can I really get done? Instead of the things that should be on the list, this is what right. I think I can accomplish so everybody will think I'm good. And it was probably oh. probably fake. It probably wasn't. That I probably wasn't honest with it, yeah. 
that's, that part. That's not how we're supposed to be for each other. I know. That's why. I, that's why I'm glad this went away because I don't know where you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it just feels like another status report, and you know, I I try not to have my designers have to do them. So why should I do? Them? You know. <laughs> Yeah, for, for, for me, the overarching accountability of being with all of you guys and, you know, that is what is the motivation, not like the minutia of every single task is listed down. I know it wasn't ever every single task, but you know what I mean? I, did, I didn't need that. Yeah. The, the accountability that I get and the support that I get is the driving force, not like this is specifically the little things that I'm going to get done. I don't, I don't need somebody right. to hold me to account to that because I just know that it's got to get done. So, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I feel like... I must be the only person here that it was helpful to me. Not well, why because did you, why did you stop putting them up? Um, because nobody else was doing it. Oh, <laughs> if it's helpful, I didn't, I didn't want to pressure you, Rich. I don't want to pressure you because you just said you, it was though, pressure. You could still, you could Too still many put cute emojis, you, man. I couldn't. I was having to. No I was having to format my <laughs> task list. What's the emoji for this? What's the emoji for that? Gosh, it drove me crazy. But okay, the part that I liked about it is not that. Because you did, you guys didn't ever come back. Okay, D sometimes did this at me, but you didn't come back and say, "Okay, Keely, did you get your stuff done?" It was never like that, and I did never feel like I was going to let you down if I didn't complete the list. But it made me do the list. So, D, the way that you write down, "This is what I'm doing this week," on your, you know, that was your thing. That was that made me do that planning, and I haven't done that planning on a weekly basis, oh. which is sort of one of the pieces of a good plan i i i need to do that again so if, if it's okay do, do i need you can, to do i you can do still i do need to write in. lists so you can write your list is that what you're saying no to so honest, what i'm gonna I, say <laughs> just to come back to this whole like putting tasks on our calendar which is a task to create tasks or a task to i feel the same now about seshbot i've stopped even answering that one because this meeting is in my calendar every week it's a recurring meeting i've got it in I don't need to go into sesh to just say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there because I'm going to be there. <laughs> so, uh, and I would rather have like an anti-sesh, which is basically, if you cannot make it, click this button. Otherwise, don't pop up a notification on D Discord saying there's something you've got to do. And so now what it means is I actually don't come into the creators pod as much because I just think, oh, it's probably just that bloody sesh bot. <laughs> so oh having God. that little dot on the, on the uh, thing to say there's something you've got to do or something you've checked up on. And then I'll come in and think, oh, have I missed something? Oh, it's like, oh no, it's just that sesh thing. And, it's, and it, you might think, well, it's only one click. You've just got to click the button, go and open it and click you've accepted it. But it's, it's, it's pointless because I'm going to be a here. It's a distraction, week, yeah. So it's a distraction from whatever you were doing before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've set it up to automatically accept, so it it does that for me. But what, when it does that, it automatically puts it in my calendar, so this I don't have to do This is in my calendar recurring. Better. I just when we yeah, said we're going to do this, I put yeah. it in my calendar recurring. But now Sesh is telling me about it as well, and Sesh obviously doesn't know that it's already in my my calendar. Right. Right. I it's get when you've got like a bigger group, like um, where you don't know how many people are going to be there. And so you're putting on a proper event and you want to get that feedback. But when it's just like us or even, you know, C22 group as well, uh, I think it's probably not re required. Just stick it in our calendars and we're done. <laughs> okay. Okay. I hear that. It's, it, It'll just it's come in little... really handy in those days that we're not going to record because something's happened and whatever. Yeah, exactly. But... So that's where you need All just right. the exception. If somebody can't make it, let us know you can't make it. The anti-sesh. 
where yeah, where it is. Exactly. It doesn't appear. It doesn't appear unless you can't be there. So we're we're looking okay. for exceptions here. Okay. Build that bot. Yeah. <laughs> Build that bot. Okay. <laughs> That's what were you going to say about the to do list? Do not make me squirrel out on that because you know I will. <laughs> okay. It's like challenge. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have mentioned it other than the fact that we are talking about as well, these little things that interrupt workflows and interrupt mind yeah. frames and all that kind of stuff. You know, it wasn't, it's not like it was a, a big issue. <laughs> I've just mentioned it because it's one of these things you do get lots. It's the same with people who use the at thing, uh, the at everyone when they're posting videos and stuff. It's it actually, if you've already, if you've someone subscribed to your channel, they're going to get the notification. Otherwise, you end up with channels on Discord that have just got lots of notifications because every video that has been posted is at everyone. Uh, and it's mm -hmm. kind of, or the other thing would be uh, people on Facebook groups where they tag a load of people in a post. That annoys oh, me as well, because you're basically just spamming the person's timeline and you're negating oh, the notifications that they've set up for that Facebook group. So if someone's got a Facebook group, they can decide to get all notifications. But if you just tag like 80 people that are the 80 group members in a post, because you just want to draw people's attention to it and they're not actually there at the event or whatever it happens to be. I think that is just uh, rude as well. Yeah. Well, wow, like we've gone down a slippery slope into hell, haven't we? All the way we down have. to Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, what, so what I'm hearing is I, I got to turn off the sesh event reminder for everybody except myself. Um, I'm going to put my tasks my weekly things in there. None of you have to do it. In fact, I'll get mad if any of you do it, but I want to do it because it, it, it helps me. So I'll do it too. I'll do it too. Oh, oh I'll come okay. back to it. I'll start doing it. Okay. So you're not by yourself. But we, we all have our different, our different ways and our different yeah. learnings. And I think that's really awesome that we've been able to exchange all that. So cool. good stuff. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you'd tell a friend about it and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Dina Taylor, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, and me, Alec Johnson. Yeah.